0: Really, we had what was called sort of like the more of a epidemic of childhood obesity. <clears throat> really, starting like 10 years ago, where people were starting to notice the trend. Lots of programs were starting to be implemented, and we were seeing a decrease in numbers on different levels for different populations. And then, really, the impact of COVID, we've seen another big jump in cases of childhood obesity, and just the the reason you're. See more numbers being diagnosed is because people are actually starting to make sure they are diagnosing it so that we actually can get a better idea of what is going on with the issue if we don't start documenting it we don't know
1: Dr. Walsh and it's a wheel that's spinning and unfortunately the wrong way and I like to look and again just speculation from my part is that I imagine economics have a role to do with this with obesity in a couple of different areas one Parents a lot of times are both working in the afternoon, the kids are home and having to fend for themselves sometimes. Maybe a pre-packaged foods have something to do with it as the kids are getting what they want to eat and maybe sometimes not the best things to eat.
0: Yeah, right. That's, that's an excellent point. <clears throat> really talking about sort of the quality of food that's out there and what we're actually making available to people and people who need it the most. While that's an important piece in health overall, the reality is that obesity is a disease, and it's just not as simple as calories in and calories out. We want it to be that way, but if it was that way, then it would be a lot easier to fix than it's not. And we now know that the the impact of so many factors, from your genetics to the social environment to the other social determinants of health, have such a huge impact on weight that we can't just find one thing we can't just pick one thing and and try to make that better
1: that's a great point with us is dr stephanie walsh again with akron children's hospital so let's get into the variables of this disease when we talk about obesity and the players that come in i'm sure it's physical and mental and so many things coming into that child's you know lifestyle
0: right and that's true i mean really we know with covid we saw a decrease in the quality of food, decrease in physical activity, and we have this constant underlying issue of weight stigma. And so kids getting teased and bullied and really mistreated on account of their weight. And so the the factors that impact a child who is struggling with weight are really so multifactorial and so tremendous that, I mean, a lot of times it's heartbreaking to hear what these kids have to go through.
1: With us is Dr. Stephanie Walsh, again, pediatrician with Akron Children's Hospital, the Healthy Active Living Program. So, Stephanie, let's get into the parents' aspect here on what they can do to change this on their side. And maybe from what you've had to say is getting some medical help, that might be a good place to start because... A lot of times parents might just say, okay, I just got to change the diet a little bit and stay on them, but from what you're presenting to us, it's much more than that.
0: Right, and so I definitely think the great pace to start is with your pediatrician. Go in, have a conversation, and you know it's funny because there's a couple of different aspects. There's the whole idea of what you eat, and then there's a the whole thought about how you eat. So if you really don't have control over the food that's coming into your house, You can make some other changes. You can do things like not eating in front of a screen, sitting down as a family, um, making sure that everybody, you know, is together and talking and trying to eat a little slower. So there's things you can do. And what's really important is to help families find those pieces they actually have control over because that allows them to do something. It's the same thing with sleep, which has a huge impact on weight as well. You might not be able to change the environment or make your home quieter, but you can set Help your kids set regular bedtimes, have a good nighttime routine, and just help them put together some good habits that they're they offsetting as much as possible some of the environmental factors you don't have control over.
1: Stephanie, it sounds like a lot of work to change the course, but it can be done.
0: Absolutely, and I think the reality is, the more we're all in this together, the more we're focused on health as a community, looking at all aspects from food insecurity to bullying to you know, just how, teaching kids how to cook again. But, you know, if we can start doing all of those pieces, getting kids outside playing, you know, we're going to see the impact slowly, but it's going to take all of us working together with a focus on health.
1: Yeah, just don't throw up your arms, go to work on this. And, Stephanie, reiterate again, you touched on it right there. When we're talking about childhood obesity, it's more than just weight. It's so many other aspects now and on down the line for these kids who will soon be adults.
0: Yes, and so what with COVID, we've also seen increased numbers of type 2 diabetes and fatty liver disease and things like that that are these adult diseases that these kids are having to deal with. So, again, what you want to start work, focusing on health and changing habits because of the long-term implications of having additional weight or the potential long-term implications.
1: Dr. Stephanie but Walsh is with us from Akron Children's Hospital. Stephanie how much of this is mental health and I know it's tough to divide this into a big pie but when we talk about the mental aspect because you mentioned bullying and there's other aspects to mental health how often do these children these youth turn to food as an outlet because of some of those other aspects mentally
0: well I I think the reality is all of us turn to food for mental health because eating Mm -hmm. does make you feel better and so if you kind of keep that in the back of your head, you'll be like, yeah, you know, I did feel better after I ate that meal, <laughs> whether it was healthy or not necessarily, right? So appreciating the impact food has on our lives and our mental health is, is great. Um, but I think reality is we also are seeing higher levels of anxiety, higher levels of depression, right? Increasing concern for um, suicidal ideation and things like that. So our mental health in general has deteriorated for the kids, and we need to realize that there's no such thing as just the physical and the mental. It's all whole child. And so every kid, whether whatever they're being impacted with, there's different pieces of it for all of them. So taking time to really build those relationships with your, with your children and open up those lines of communication, which is one of the reasons that family meals are super protective for kids and their mental health. So sitting down together, having that one-on-one time, making mealtime really calm is actually very helpful for kids as a place to talk about things. If you have a little bit of a distraction of eating, so if they're not having to look directly at you, you know, it's kind of like some of the best conversations happen in the car. And just being open to those conversations and trying not to judge as a parent or trying not to fix and just acknowledge the feelings.
1: Dr. Walsh, probably acknowledging inside your household that you have the obesity problem is a gigantic step in the right direction.
0: Right, and we usually say things, you know, we don't ever want people to talk about weight. Talking about weight is actually very detrimental, particularly girls, and leads to greatly increased risk of eating disorders. So you always want to focus on health. And the reality is every single one of us can do something to be healthier. So find something small, work on it as a family, and then pick something else that's small. We don't have to get there, you know, all at once. You don't have to throw away all the junk food in your house. You can just start making small changes and bring your kids into those conversations. You know, mom and dad or mom or whoever kids ever wants to start making some changes. What what do you guys think we could do? What are one of some of the things that you guys want to do? And help them kind of see the connection between being more active, being able to play more with their friends, or eating healthier and feeling better. Those, those are things that we as you know, the caregivers need to help bring to our kids so they can see those connections.
1: Stephanie, as we wrap up our conversation this morning, if you'd like to leave the, the parents, grandparents, guardians out there with one thought on this fight against obesity, what would that be?
0: I would say you got this. You can do this, and you can make the changes that you want to make in your family. Focus on health and take it slow. There's no need to do everything all at once. But... Trust yourself and do everything you can with loving kindness around this issue because the kids are getting a lot of not loving kindness out in the real world.